Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Ruin Hammer. Uh, I think, what's this, episode nine, season two? Uh, just waiting for us to co-host. Ep- there episode is. nine is <laughs> in the house. <laughs> hey brother, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing super, mate. How about you? Yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, doing pretty good. Um, so, thanks everyone for joining us. Um, how was your weekend, mate? How was your Easter weekend? Mate, it was good, yeah. As I said last night, we had some ordinary weather. So, yeah, so Saturday, the rain sort of settled in. Sunday, a bit of rain. And Monday, a bit of rain. But overall, it was great. The kids uh, did a few Easter egg hunts. And, uh, yeah, had a bit of fun with the other kids on the street. So that was great for them. And, yeah, uh, overall enjoyed it. Always good, mate. Uh, Mate, mine was pretty quiet. You know, all my kids are growing. um, Left the nest and whatever. So, um, yeah, I didn't have a a massive weekend. you know, got myself ready to watch that game on, on Sunday, which we'll get into uh, mm. very, very soon. But, um, yeah, how about last night? Last night was a great chat with uh, Jermaine Tanoa Brown. Awesome, um, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah mate. Maney. Great young fella. Yeah. Young Maney, yeah. Young Maney, um, very humble young man, very, very well-spoken. Um, great support from his family. It was great to have so many of his family jump on. It, and It and was, wasn't it? That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so welcome to any of you if you're watching tonight. Yeah, Sean James, nice shark jersey, mate. No, mate, you've got it wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm actually wearing my New South Wales jersey tonight in honour of the uh, the late, great Tommy Radonikus, who passed away early this morning. Um, One of the legends. You know, so uh, out, out of respect for for Tommy, I uh, thought I'd, I'd don the New South Wales jersey today. Tommy was a, a, a character of our game, played 238 games for the West Magpies and um, Newtown Jets. Uh, a lot of people remember him from that 81 grand final, scoring a try against Parramatta. Uh, played 29 tests for Australia. Played for New South Wales before Origin, as we know it, came into existence. Mm. And um, and then he did coach the Origin side. Uh, yeah, famously coach, remembered by... Yeah, cattle dog. <laughs> yep, famously remembered for the cattle dog. Cattle dog, yep. <laughs> uh, was a true um, gentleman of our game, a, a great character of our game, and... Uh, rest in peace, Tommy. So, yep, yeah, wearing absolutely wearing the the New South Wales jersey tonight, boys. Um, <laughs> so, wash your mouth out, Sean. I'd never wear a Sharks jersey. Come on, Sean Star, you know that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, round four, mate. Uh, Sydney Roosters, SCG. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful it- backdrop for a lot of. A lot of good pictures uh, from the event. I didn't head out on um, Sunday night live. I, I just find as much as a SCG is a really iconic ground, I just find mm. it's a really difficult ground to watch the game live. Um, most most cricket or AFL grounds, grounds are because it's the action's like right in the middle and you've yep. got all that sort of space around the outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, saying Carrara up here used to be like that. I went to, I went to the Warriors-Roosters game in... 2019 when they played at the SCG and oh, it was yeah it was a shit fight to get into to get a park it was mm. it was awful to watch it was um so yeah I, I just thought that it'd be a, easier just to watch it on TV um I'm glad I did in uh, hindsight yeah <laughs> um but uh I, I I was there's a lot of questions coming up about um uh, do you think Barry should replace Fuss if he stops stuffs up this round? We'll get we'll get into a lot of the yeah we'll, we'll round be talking about after. we'll we'll just go that, through yeah. last week's game. Um, so by all means, guys, start putting your comments up about what you thought about last week's. Yeah, game we'll definitely get to it all. Yeah, uh, but we will get to it all. Um, I was nervous going into this game. I I, I know yeah. they had a couple of couple of guys out injured, um, uh, which I thought 
meant that we would probably be expected to perform quite well. They had young rookie halves. Um, but for me, we, we showed some defensive lapses in last week's game against the Raiders that were concerning. And the only, if we're honest, the only reason we got back into that game was because they had no bench and we were able yeah. to control the ball, hold the ball, work their defense around, tire them out um, and get some repeat sets. Um, so I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll just um, go back to that point about being nervous. I mean, I, I was also extremely nervous because we don't have a great record coming against up against depleted teams. I mean, we only no. need to go back a couple of years when we played Penrith out there when they had all their origin players out. Yep. We've another game about five, six years ago, we played the Roosters at home with all their origin players out and they did us. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the second week in a row, too, they uh, Ciro, who was named to start uh, in mm. the back row, was pushed back to the bench, um, which allowed Jazz to start. So, again, I think it was Brownie showing that we probably needed a little bit of aggression in our pack mm. to start off. Um, yeah. Was- yeah, I so so the Warriors did actually open the scoring. So, on the seventh minute, uh, Pompey comes up with a try from a Cody bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that, that was obviously a great start. And then... Um, Roosters lost to Panua to a HIA around the 15-minute mark. And then, unfortunately, AFB, Fanua Blake limped off with a knee injury. And, geez, if you've, if you've seen you know, pictures of his knee after that, I yeah. mean, he's got a second kneecap. And it's come out today that he's going to be missing up to eight weeks, which is definitely not good news. No. But, yeah, but but in terms of the game, he came, he, he came straight off. He did try to uh, pedal it off on the bike. You can see him there on the sideline. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it was then wrapped up in ice so he took no further part and then we saw um a bit of a glimpse of how potent our attack can be when rts uh split the defense and went straight through and found cody he's run down and unfortunately he spilled the ball about 10 meters out from the line and, and to me this was a big turning point in the game yeah for me too um because cody cody had three options there he could have uh like held the ball which is what he did uh, and ultimately he lost it um Roger was pointing, so I don't know if Roger was pointing for him to put a kick through because mm. uh, Roger was was steaming through after he passed that ball. Or even he could have turned it back on the inside to Roger, who may have had the speed to mm. to um, get there on, a, on an angle going back across from where the defence was coming. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a massive turning point too. Um, and the very next set from that, um, we have a really bad defensive miss by Egan. It was like right after it, wasn't it? It yeah. was, and, yeah. and, and then Tedesco just runs that forty meters untouched to the to score. Uh, and then um, we go for, for set for set for him for a little while. We have well chased kick puts pressure on the Tupu, uh, Tupu and we get a repeat set um, from the Roosters knock on. And from that, uh, from that next set, Tall who scores, chasing, chasing through an RTS grubber. So I was hope I was, I was very hopeful that from there we could probably go on with it. But mm. yeah, yeah, and, and unfortunately, we committed the cardinal sin after that, where we yep. made a mistake in the ensuing set after a after points, and you just can't do that. And the Roosters are a good enough team to uh, you know with sustained pressure, and as they did, so there, there was some good goal line defense, but with a repeat set, I mean, they're hard to hold out. Yeah, and a uh, young Walker put Butcher through a bit of a hole to score a try. And just on Sam Walker, I was really disappointed that we failed to put any real pressure on on the the young kid playing his first first game of first grade. Like, 
he he was basically, as I said to you earlier in the week, was playing in a dinner suit. He was allowed to to ease his way into the game and his confidence grew and, and he never really looked uncomfortable at all, which it was, no. was a bit disappointing Yeah, they, from, I mean, from our perspective to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah because the, 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 they've been talking about uh, the amount of reps that this kid's got on him uh, as a really patient uh, halfback um, in that reserve grade comp. And yeah, I agree with you, mate. I, I just thought that we just, we held off him way too long. Yeah, um, it's real standoff stuff. Yeah, yeah he just, um, but, and him and Hutchinson, who... I was really surprised with Drew Hutchinson. He's a he's a very big bodied five eight. Um, I didn't think he was yeah. that big. Yeah, um, he looked like a forward, didn't he? He looked like a second row. Like, yeah, he put a he, Cody had a little bit of trouble handling him at, at points uh, mm. in that game. Um, but yeah, not long after RTS drops a bomb, and from that set, um, and that just proves that RTS is human. Um, yeah, that's it. If yeah. Anyone ever doubted? Uh, B my scores in the corner, and and for me that was a try. He should yeah. never have scored. Considering that was a bad one. It was a real bad one. There was a there was plenty of defense there. I, I was just shaking my head for a long yeah. time. Ken was on his inside and ended up on his outside. Mm. And that was a like for me, that would have been the perfect opportunity for Ken to just like come from his inside, push him over the sideline. But yeah, the Morris boys, I don't know. They they love playing us. Um and from there we really allowed the Roosters to control the speed of the game. Mm. Um they were denied a try due to an obstruction, and I was I thought we were quite pretty lucky there because very lucky it had it had no real bearing on the the final. Not only that, I've, yeah. I've seen worse let go. I yeah. mean, um, you know, he ran behind one player, BMM puts his hand on on Crichton, and, and they call it back for a penalty. Whereas in the game on Monday, um, Mitch Moses was able to run around behind his side three or four times in one play, yeah. put a kick in and. Yeah, that, that's allowed to stand. So, yeah, I, I thought we were lucky there. Um, mm. I thought the Roosters were unlucky not to be, have that as awarded as a try. Uh, and then any ball we had, we really struggled to control. And I thought our handling er- errors uh, really cost us massively. Yeah, and also our kicking game wasn't great. Uh, we kept we kept just finding Tupo with, with no pressure on the full every time. So we just kept kicking to the tallest man on the field who's yep. who's well known to be great under the high ball no no pressure on him whatsoever no. i mean apart from that uh in the first half there um so the halftime score ended up being 16 12 to the roosters um the second half yeah not not a great start to the half there error on tackle three in the first set some yep. good defense from cody Co- cody had some hits and some misses but he, yep. he did have his moments there put a good some good defence on Crichton and then um, Sean O'Sullivan on Tedesco. Yeah, so yeah. denied the Roosters some points there like immediately after the break. Yeah, and I noticed too in that game, there was a few options. There was a few times when the Roosters opted not to kick on the last, uh, mm. ending their set with the ball mm. in hand inside our 10, which I guess is a smart move. You're not giving away that 20-metre restart right. seven tackle yeah. set. Uh, it's not the worst place to turn over the ball. And then we went that uh, like a six-minute period where we had, uh, I think it was four repeat sets and we're attacking the Roosters' line. Um, but all we did was we tried that bash and bard play up the oh. middle, you know, um, Egan out of dummy half. And, and that's I noticed in that bit of play, everything was coming off Egan. And that's really where Cody and Sean O'Sullivan needed to step up and, and take control and direct us around the park a little bit better. But everything was just like turn a ball inside or just one pass off the ruck and, you know, try a crash play that, that just was not going to work. It's cringeworthy stuff. And the Roosters are just going to eat that up. Oh, yes. Yeah. So frustrating to, see, to watch that over and over again. 
six sets and they were just like, how good's this? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but yeah, I I guess um, after that, there was that six minute period uh, where we yielded no points and the Roosters scored from that very next set that they had down in our half. Yeah. I think. Was- how often do you see it? Yeah, I know. How often do you see it? I know. Yeah. I know, mate. Um, Chair Richie Moorcock. Um, yeah, and then G'day. G'day Neville as well down in South Australia. They're the biggest rugby league fan in South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the six six minute period yielded no points. Yeah, the Roosters went up the other end. So more poor ball control turned over. The Roosters capitalised to get out to that 26-12. So that was a, a Hutchison intercept, wasn't it? Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah, it was like a a pop up pass or pop up. Yeah, Can't re- yeah. Bounced really off Rogers' chest, I think, and straight yep. up, and Hutchison grabbed it. So it wasn't until 16 minutes to go that that someone finally put some pressure on Walker. So Murchie put a bit of bit of a hit on him after the kick, but the damage had been done. It was way too late. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, someone should have done that a lot earlier in the game. Unsettled the kid. Mm. Uh, you know, at least have him looking for the defence coming at him. But no, by by that t- stage, he'd worked himself right into the game. Um, the Roosters earned themselves a repeat set. And then we were penalised for a time violation on the dropout. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> All the cardinal sins being being committed. <laughs> yeah. And then the Roosters seemed to get a little bit complacent. Um, they had a little uh, bit of, excuse me, poor ball security uh, in the next couple of sets. RTS works a great scrum move. Um, puts Kenaway in the corner. But the try is denied because he had his right hand touching the line before he grounds the ball with his left. Now, I've seen Ken go over for tries with such acrobatics in the past. I've never seen him put his um, his yep. right never. hand down before the left hand, uh, so to speak, or the left hand before the right hand planting the ball. Um, and in the one game that we kind of, we really were desperate for points to get us back into the game. Yeah, uh, it was just it was just typical stuff. Yeah, it really was. Handling errors all through the game stopped any chance of us really getting back into it. It was the story of the night, unfortunately. Yep. Turn the ball over cheaply, and as often as you do in your own half, the, the I saw that the Roosters are going to make you pay, even if they are down on personnel. Yeah, they're absolutely. a good enough side to do that. Josh Morris scores a try with three players around him. Uh, again, another familiar sight from Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. And the final score is 32-12, mate. 32-12. That's it. And that was it. Yeah. She wrote. Yeah. There's, I'm just reading some comments as they're coming through, which is why my head is facing this way. I could do the old turn the camera on, on the <laughs> camera. I, I do have two cameras, but uh, we won't do that. Um, just seeing what people are saying. Mamalo Fusatua need to pull their finger, be on the same page as RTS. Agree 100%. Last week's game was a very disappointing performance, but they, uh, but they could have tried more uh, harder than expected. First half was good, but consistently let us down in the second half. Oh, yeah, uh, it's Matty Loder. Good evening, bro. How are you? Hey, Matt. Um, Mark Roberts, foot two is bloody lucky to continually get keep getting picked. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree. I, I'm, I'm surprised that, um, you know, I'm not one to to bag these boys out. Uh, so easily, but um, yeah, Fuss has been very disappointing, particularly his defensive reads in the first yeah. four weeks. Um, Warriors need to start pulling off some big hits and tackles. 
Um, the game plan needs to change big time. Uh, and the kicking game. Definitely our kicking game needs to improve. Oh, I think that's it where... Sure does. Yeah. That's where we're losing a lot of our... Um, our impetus in attack is our kicking game is just, it's pretty much just putting a kick in because it's the last tackle. We, we, we're not, we've not giving kind our... of done that. Just those big bombs like that, that are caught on the fall on the 20, 30 meter line. And, and that's, I, I know, that's always been in our game. Us, is the, the catching it on the full, the kicking to the wingers on the full. We're, we're not finding the grass. We're not finding the ground. Um, we're yeah. not giving our chasers enough opportunity to come through. It's, um, it's like there's not, not the too much tactical thought. Yeah, they're continually starting sets uh, well in, up in their own half or, or even in, into our half. Um, yeah, yeah. Reviewing the game for me, I think one of the biggest problems that I saw um, was the... Uh, it's not so much the effort and attitude that we've seen the last three weeks, although that, that was part of it. I, I just thought we were really off on uh, Sunday night, but it's more so... The, the average, um, the, the speed of the ruck and the, the average time of the play the ball. And I, I reviewed the game twice over the last couple of days, just having a look at uh, the play the ball, the ruck speed. And the Roosters were on average playing the ball three seconds, mm. whereas we were taking five or six seconds. And those extra seconds were giving the Big Roosters difference. time to get, yeah, get their line set. Yeah. They, had, they had line speed moving up, whereas we mm. weren't getting our line set. Uh, we had zero line speed coming off our line. Mm. The Roosters were running to our advantage line nearly every time, and that was allowing you know Hutchison and Walker to pretty much play their game. That's yeah. the thing that I, we need to work on the most, I think, is our defensive line speed. Yeah, um, just just putting more pressure on the playmakers. That's what we said last week. Like with these absolutely. young guys, you got to take away their time. Yep, absolutely. Um, Mark Roberts, Marcelo to the wing and pair him into the centres until Hiku returns. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's an option. He, he didn't look too bad, old uh, Montoya, Marcelo Montoya. He was no, all right. No, no, I, I mean, didn't, yeah. didn't, do, didn't do anything, like, outstanding, but he didn't really make any mistakes. So, no. Yeah. No. He, he held his own. Um, there were worse players out there, that's for sure. What about Paul uh, Turner into the centres? Yeah. Um, we'll talk to, talk about Paul mm. Turner a bit later on yep. the, because there is a little bit of news about him, mm-hmm. and it's probably not the news that people are thinking we're going to talk about. Yeah, uh, that's right. There's been a, twist. a little bit of yeah twist twists. of the tail. Yeah, a little bit of a twist of the tail. Um, I thought we missed AFBs go forward uh, once he went off the field. We, we lost that him in the rotation, and could have been a bit of a, a slight head drop. I think when he went off, being yeah. a, he's such a, a such a key figure in our our go forward and the leader of the pack, and I think there might have been a bit of a uh, no. I agree. I agree. Um, Bunty's effort and attitude needs to be noted, though. Um, if we could mm. bottle, if we could bottle his enthusiasm um, and his his effort, uh, wow! Because clear, clear standout, wasn't he? Yeah. Mate, every time um... he runs the ball, he runs with a purpose. Uh, it's it's not just a run for the sake of running. He he runs until they they stop his leg drive, and he mm. makes as many meters as he can. And some of the, some back of the fence stuff, wasn't it? Uh, running and running it back. Matty Loder, any drinking stories about uh, Tommy Radonikus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> not not personal ones. Not any. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did um I did go on an Origin trip one year, uh, and it was um a mate of mine was a uh, it was it was on it was on the board at Parramatta. 
or something, something like that. He had something to do with Parramatta. Anyway, it was an origin trip, and there was a couple of ex um, New South Wales stars that were on that trip, and we stayed at uh, the, uh, the Gold Coast, and the game was at Lang Park, the old Lang Park. Ah, oh, yeah, the old Lang Park. Yeah, nice. 90, was it 95 where New South Wales wore that awful two tone blue jersey with the white? Oh, uh, 97, I think. Might have been was the ARL. Yeah, actually, League, might have yeah, been 97. Yeah. It was 97, yeah. yeah. 97. Um, and then. Uh, what a scintillating game that was. It was like 8 6 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a. Yeah, I was thinking it was yeah, 10 6 or, or something. It was a, it was yeah. a close game. Um, yeah. But uh, Tommy was on that, that trip. And um, the man could definitely drink, and he could definitely smoke. And he was um, the more he drank, the funnier he got. Uh, it was, yeah, not it was surprised by, by either yeah. of those. <laughs> and then we, we got we got drinking with him. Um, there used to be a leagues club next door to Lang, the old Lang Park, or at the old Lang Park. Okay. And jeez, oh, after takes me back. Yeah, and we got drinking there, and. Because we're staying in the Gold Coast, we missed the bus to go back to the Gold Coast. Oh. Uh, and we ended up having to get uh, limos because limos were cheaper than taxis back in those days. Um, <laughs> so we got these limos all the way back. To, Chauffeured all the yeah, way back to the coast. But yeah. Back uh, to the GC. Yeah, nice. He was a funny man. Um, <laughs> Nicholas McKercher, Rue on a scale of zero to garbage. How would you rate our performance against the Roosters? <laughs> <laughs> Zero garbage. Uh, <laughs> midway between diabolical and unacceptable, somewhere in there. Yeah. Nah, look, yeah, I mean, it, it was disappointing for sure. Disappointing performance and a lot of improvement to be to be had. I'll I'll, I'll maybe leave it at that. <laughs> there was a, there was some interesting stats from that game though. We we had the better of the possession stats. 52 to 48. Mm. Our completion rate, although not great, was 73%. It wasn't too bad. It's Our run meters were down yeah. considerably. The last couple of weeks, we've mm. topped 1,900, and we, we only just over 1,400 run meters. We only had three offloads. Last week, we had 22 um, to the Roosters, 12. We only had one line break to the Roosters, six. The kick mm. meters was the big one. We had 547 kick meters, but they were ineffective kick meters. Um, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They were just, it was swallowed up every time. I can't even remember us putting in a decent kick that found space. The only the only good kick that we put in all game was the one that Torhu scored off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, probably the one that Pompey scored off. And therein lies the problem too, both tries from kicks. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the attack was a, was a big problem. I'm, I'm pretty concerned actually. Uh, you know, there was no – it was so one-dimensional. And, yeah, I, I – two tries from kicks and we did otherwise we didn't really look like scoring other than that break from rts and then they can yeah can no right. try but yep. but i mean that's gonna hopefully it clicks into gear this this weekend against uh this friday night well yeah we hope so um six players over 100 meters in this game rts 192 bunty with a massive 170 mm-hmm. uh, ken 163 fuss 120 again doing all their work in the back end of the field not where we want them to be Doing their work, scoring tries. Yeah, I mean, normally you'd be happy with you'd normally you'd be happy with that for for wingers, but unfortunately, it's that's yeah, like you said, that's where they're being bogged down is is yeah. running ball back off our own end. And yeah, it seems, um, seems like a distant memory where Fuss was diving into the corner all the time, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't I can't remember the last time Fuss scored a try. He sc- I think he scored one last year. 
Yeah. And then in 2019, he scored a fraction of he got so he got 23 or 24 in 2018, and then only got yeah. about five or six. Then he got five in 2019. I remember five. That. Okay. Yeah. So he's only scored six tries since that season. Yeah. Mm. Um, tackles. Egan 48. Uh, do, he's doing some good work around the ruck in defence. Did have that poor miss on uh, uh, Tedesco though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Harris 42. Bunty 41. And uh, Murchie, 31. And, you know, Bunty's, Bunty's effort, we, we gave him our best on field for the day. Yeah. Um, Head and shoulders above. Speaking of shoulders, he's uh, facing two weeks suspension <laughs> for a shoulder charge. <laughs> Great segue. Great yeah. segue. <laughs> um, I don't know. I haven't heard if he's taken the early guilty plea. You'd have to think that he would to only miss one game. Mm. I don't think they'll fight it. I don't even remember seeing a shoulder charge yeah, in the I game. T- I don't remember that at all. Um, as we said, AFB, he's going to be out for six to eight weeks, they're saying. Um, Massive and, loss. Oh, Massive, huge. Absolutely huge, yeah. And, and Jazz and uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla both suffered lower leg injuries during the game, uh, but both able to finish. And uh, Ciro's out with a – they're saying it's a knee injury, but I saw him after the game with his arm in a sling. So I'm not sure if he's, he, his knee is in a different spot to everyone else's or <laughs> – <laughs> whether the diagnosis was wrong or whether he's got two it's a, injuries. It's, it's a knee relocation, is it? Not a dislocation? <laughs> uh, Mark oh, Roberts. Geez. Yep, look painful. Yep, he said it? taking the early guilty plea, one game okay. missing. Yeah, beautiful. So, Jeez, thanks, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Roberts tackles. RTS zero, Fusatua zero. I did see that. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. No shoulders required there. No. I, I think Rog did have a missile too, though. Um, yeah, well. Yeah. He did make some uncharacteristic mistakes in that game. Yeah, he just wasn't quite himself no. up against his old team. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, so that was our uh, game in the round. Uh, the rest of the round, round four review. Um, Thursday, way back way back Thursday night, we had uh, Penrith 46, Manly 6. Uh, Cleary back from injury. Obviously, it was a dominant display by Penrith. Um, they've only lost one of their past... 21 games, which is probably the one game that they really wanted to win, the grand final. Yeah. Um, That's a stat, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Manly showing the, that they've got a severe lack of depth at the moment, but they're playing uh, us. So. Yeah, so, anything, so, you know, we're a generous team. I always say this, we're a very generous team. We play teams back into form. So We've done it, yep, we've done it all our... 26 years. Yeah. That's why that's why everyone really loves the Warriors because we played their teams back in the fall. Yep. Um, yeah. So, and then the next, well, then there was the Rabbitohs and the Bulldogs on Good Friday. Look, Souths were never in trouble at all. Bulldogs now three consecutive weeks being held to nil and they're playing the Melbourne Storm this week. So, I wonder what kind of odds we have for four weeks with, with no points. Uh, they 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 are just in struggle street, mate. They've um, got the worst. They're the worst attacking team since the nineteen twenty eight Glebe Dirty Reds. Oh. The, the Glebe Dirty Reds finished that nineteen twenty eight season with an average of uh, four points, four point five points a game, and the Dogs are at the moment four. They're averaging four points a game. They, they scored sixteen points in round one, didn't they? Yep. And then there was there was old uh, uh, Pappenhausen outscored them himself yeah. in the first 20 minutes or so of that other game. We'll get to that in a minute. But um yeah, yeah, yeah no. 
I, I got a feel for Bulldogs fans. I've got a few mates that are Bulldogs supporters. So, um, yeah. Yeah, hope, hopefully yeah. they can they can start getting a few tries over the line. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I bet guys like Nick Kotrick and that are happy that they left the clubs that they left to go there. <laughs> oh, I, I can just see... I can just see... Um, uh, had a mental break. The Melbourne winger who signed to go there next oh, year. Oh, Adokar. Adokar, sorry, <laughs> mental break. Adokar, I can just see him doing a bit of gymnastics at the moment, a bit of backflipping. Oh, uh, yeah. Matt, on there Burton. And, Matt, and Matt, well. Matt Burton as well, yeah. Oh, he'll be like, oh, geez. I can't well, wriggle speak, out of this one. Speaking of um, Adokar, his, his yep. uh, Melbourne Storm, 40 over the Broncos, six in the other Good Friday game. Ryan Pappenhausen, four tries in 11 minutes. It was <laughs> remarkable. Uh, it was unreal, wasn't it? It's just, yep, straight to puppy. A, it was a, and it was four like that. They during the telecast, so they're trying to remember if it was like what the quickest um, hat trick was and the and what have you. He's got the yeah, four consecutive tries in eleven minutes. Um, they did say there is only a, one other man that has scored four consecutive tries in an NRL game. And that was Joel Moon for the Warriors in 2008. Oh, that's Joel Moon, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Mel Meninga because I remember he scored five tries in one game. But Joel Moon. Yeah, but not people. Yeah, these were all people. Joel Moon at, at, at Penrith that night where we blew a massive lead yeah. and drew 32 all. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> but the Broncos, um, their only try came early in the game uh, against the run of play uh, where the fastest man in the world couldn't run down Xavier Coates uh, and the yeah. Storm, yeah, they're just back to their winning ways. They looked really, really good the other night. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, then on Saturday afternoon, uh, Sharks 48 over the Cowboys 10 and geez, you've got to say, speaking of clubs that are in trouble, the Cowboys are another one of those teams that are in big trouble. They're just not offering anything. It's it's really not first grade standard. I know we say it every week, but we re- really feel for our mate uh, Toddy Payton up there. Yeah, he seems to be copying it every week. Yeah, but he just doesn't. He just doesn't have the cattle. No, there. No, and um, yeah, they're 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 a team on Struggle Street. Uh, Going to be interesting to see when the Cowboys and the Bulldogs play each other. That'll be a good game, won't it? More importantly, when do we play those teams? <laughs> well, we've got, the, we've got the cows in, I think it's round round eight, I think. Yes, yep. yep. Um, I think it's a week before Magic Round or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think we've got them is. twice. I think we've got the cows. And Manly in, twice. And Manly twice in, over the yeah. next couple of weeks. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, and then the other game, uh, what was it, Saturday was... Um, Raiders, Raiders versus Titans. Yeah, yeah Raiders Titans. Uh, tough contest. Mm, it was um, very tough. Close, yeah, closer than the score suggested. I didn't actually catch a lot of this game. Um, I, I saw a bit of it. It was a real arm wrestle. Yeah. Um, the Titans kept threatening to get back in it, but some great scrambling defense from the Raiders and everything held held them at bay. Like the the Titans lost the or held up and lost the ball over the line a number of times, and yep. they kept threatening to get back into it, but. They just the Raiders just always had them had them covered. Yep. Uh, Dragons twenty two over the Knights thirteen. So that was the Sunday afternoon game. Yep. Jeez, injuries. Oh, haven't there been some? So the Knights lost Mitch Pierce, Tex Hoy, and Kurt Mann. Yep. And drag Dragons played. Dragons are playing some pretty good footy at the moment. Yeah. Uh, just in time for form. us. 
playing them in a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, former Warrior, Blake Green, made his return from injury, and it was probably a good thing they had him on the bench as well because he slotted straight in there for, for Mitch Pierce. Wasn't to be there. Actually, it was really interesting because when Pierce got injured in that first half, they didn't bring him on. Instead, they I think they moved Connor Watson into the halves, and then when Tex Hoy got injured, they moved Kurt Mann to fullback and moved uh, Mitch Barnett into the halves. And they said that they, uh, O'Brien said that he had a, a plan for Blake Green bringing him back from injury. Mm-hmm. He was only going to play X amount of minutes. And Limited then minutes, yeah. When he came on, um, yeah, he's he's lost he's lost some pace. <laughs> Kalen Ponga made a bit of a crack about him before the game. I don't know if you heard that, but they they said they they're interviewing him and said, "What does Blake Green bring to the game?" And he says, "Well, certainly not pace. <laughs> he brings experience, uh, all, all the things that you associate with Blake Green, but not pace." Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, he's probably... Uh, Richard uh, Moorcock is asking, is there going to be an Anzac jersey? I would say no. I don't think so, uh, for fairly good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't think, think there will be. I'm pretty sure with, with the gear that you see for sale at the moment, that's going to be what there is. Yeah, and our advice would be to jump on the Warriors website and get what you can because they're selling out of stuff. I, I would Very strongly fast. suggest that any, yes, indeed. Anyone, if you see something that you want, jump on, jump over the Warriors website, use your 10% members discount, yep. pick up any gear because yeah, as, as Hammer said, it's selling out fast and it's not being restocked. No, the they're not, this. they're not making any more. They're not restocking. And mm. you know, there is word going around that has not been confirmed by the club as yet why that's happening, but um, it's probably as good as done. Uh, with yeah. what people are reporting in various pages on social media about the Canterbury contract. Uh, That's right, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But for the meantime, they are still our our supplier. So yep. get out there, support the club, grab some jerseys. Look, it's a great range this year. You can get some good yeah. polo shirts as well, hats. So um, yeah, get on board. Yeah, and the last game of the round was Parramatta versus the Tigers on. Um, Easter Monday, which was a win to Parramatta, but the the Tigers fought tough. Uh, Parramatta made exclusion with uh, Madison out due to his ongoing concussion issues. Mm-hmm. Parramatta dominated early. The Tigers showed some good fight and heart to stay in the contest. I thought Luciano Leilua was outstanding for them. Um, and yeah, the Tigers, yeah. the, if, if the Tigers keep showing that kind of uh, resilience and, and heart, they'll, they'll beat They'll tr- they'll trouble some of those top teams, and mm. they'll um you know they'll, they'll they'll do away with all the teams that are below them. That's for sure. They were they were quite unlucky that that try that that gave kicked Parramatta ahead with a couple of minutes ago was very dubious. I can't believe yep. that they didn't look at that one with Gutherson off clearly offside. So anyway, yep, yeah, that's true. Um, PJ and CJ Paul had great weeks this week with their tipping. They both got perfect rounds. So nice one, boys. Yeah, nice one, yep. boys. Um, Nicholas McKercher, two questions. Can you confirm that Pappenhausen is actually human and not a cheater? No, I can't. And <laughs> a cheater, <laughs> a cheater like as in the animal, the cheater. Yes. <laughs> and secondly, will he end up being widely regarded as the greatest fullback of all time in the future? He'll oh. be in the conversation for sure. I don't know. I don't know about the greatest, but he already he's he's definitely up there with um some of the greatest fullbacks in the game at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think when you're talking the greatest, I, I, I still think 
Billy Slater's the one that, that changed the way fullbacks played the game and all the the fullbacks that you see now, which we're going to talk about pretty soon, actually. Um, yeah. All, all the fullbacks you see now um, base their game on, on how Slater changed the way fullbacks play. But, uh, yeah. This, was... this weekend, just going back to – we're talking about some of the teams that were struggling and everything. So, this weekend alone, the points difference average for the round was – 26.1 average yeah. margin. Wow. So, so which that leads us into our weekly set of six. And yep. The first topic to discuss is what we've called the great divide, a massive gap between the contenders and the pretenders. So a clear, a clear gap between the top six sides. And then you got a bunch of teams that we're probably involved in that mid mid range teams. And then there's, you know, there's about five, six, maybe if you in possibly if you include the Tigers that are just really struggling. So there yep. is a huge like sort of chasm opening up there between the teams that you know are going to be in that top eight, the top six as, as the usual suspects. Yep. Um, and yeah, you've got the, um, you've got the Mel- Melbourne, Canberra, Roosters, Parramatta, Penrith, Penrith and Raiders, And then probably Raiders in there um, yeah, as well, Raiders, yeah. make six. Yeah, so you've got those, those six sides are the clear... Um, title contenders, mm. you would say. Uh, then you've got teams like the Knights, the Sharks, the Titans, us, and, and the Tigers who are, who are in that. that yeah, yeah, Tigers are probably teams. And, and you can probably throw the, the Dragons in there too. Are that, those yeah. teams that, that they won't trouble, or they, you know, they'll, they'll struggle to beat those good sides. They'll have a, a decent contest amongst themselves and should beat the teams at the lower end of the scale. And then yeah, as we're seeing those teams at the bottom, the the Cowboys, the Broncos, um, the Bulldogs, Bulldogs, Manly, Manly are just yeah, four teams that are in a real, real rut real at the moment. Of hurt. Yeah, um, it, it's and, and they talk about the the salary cap and that being the the equaliser, but it, it's not really, in my eyes, it's not really an equaliser um, because if I'm a if I'm a player that's worth Say four hundred thousand on the on the open market, and Melbourne or the Roosters want to buy me, and they're only going to offer me three hundred. I'd go, based on you know what their systems are and so forth. But if the Bulldogs or um, the Cowboys want to buy me, well, they're not going to get me for four hundred. They're going to have to pay me five or six hundred to go there. So they're always going to be paying overs. It's kind of been our problem for years, hasn't it? And it has. It has been. And and Cameron George had a great um, conversation with. Uh, myself and um, Richard Morgan, a couple of the other boys were there last year at the Newcastle game. And he was saying that was the biggest problem with trying to get players to the Warriors was um, the fact that they'd have to move country. Whenever they go over there to play the Warriors, it's normally shit weather and raining mm. and that's all they ever see of Auckland. So it's very hard to convince guys to, to come to the club. Um, and But getting a winning culture makes that, so much easier. So. Yeah, I mean, it takes takes that out of the equation. Look at Canberra. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that with, Canberra were probably up there with us as a place where no, where no players wanted to go and have to pay overs, but now they have no problem attracting players. Mark Roberts asks a good question. He says, um, "Super League is Super League taking too much of a drain on the player pool? Uh, should there be a limit on how many players from each side to get can go over there?" Uh, mm, it's a tough. I, one. I guess for my thinking, I think. The way I've always seen it is the guys that go to Super League are the ones that just can't get contracts in the NRL, whether it be because mm. their price is too much for 
what the clubs are going to get um, or whether they're at the back end of their career and it, it kind of um, lengthens out their career in another couple of years so they can keep playing, you know, footy and, and make some money. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it is. My, but I'm concerned that if we get another, like that 17th team mm. coming in, that, that's going to it's going to force that the strain that, on that the strain already further away. I noticed um, Mr. Rubber League, Peter Volandis has come out and said that he wants to bring back the 20s comp. He thinks it's the 20s comp. Okay. Uh, all the, yeah, all I did the, say that. Yeah, the um, deconstruction of that 20s comp not being around anymore is what's causing this great divide because these young kids aren't getting that week in, week out hard footy. Mm. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I'd, I'd like to see... I'd, I'd like to see... The 20s come back, but I'd, I'd still like to see the reserve grade be there, and I'd like to see it the way it used to be when you get your ticket to the footy and you go there and you get three games of footy. Three, right? three or three grades, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 I, remember, awesome. I remember doing that. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep. Um, could look at lowering the year level for staying at a club or even staying in the NRL. Uh, what's that, that? So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, that great divide. And it's going to be – I think it's going to be one of those conversations that's just going to keep – um, gaining momentum as the season goes on mm. um, because I can't see it getting any any uh, better. And, and the big telling point this week will be the Tigers-Cowboys game because mm. the Tigers aren't considered to be one of those top six sides. But if they put some points on the Cowboys, uh, that will surely show how big this divide has gotten in the NRL competition. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It'll um, be... It'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Yeah. The other, another big talk point point two is that the war of attrition. Um, what's causing the high number of injuries in this first month of footy? Uh, there was a, there has been a, a, an incredibly high number of injuries. I, I do know some of these have been HIAs, uh, but Ben Hunt came out yesterday in an interview and said he believes that the speed of the game is so fast now that the combine that that combined with the fatigue factor the players are. Uh, having to endure and the limited interchanges is causing mm. players to make decisions, poor decisions, yeah, poor decisions, yeah. And some of them putting themselves in incorrect positions under duress, yep. which is causing them to catch, get these HIAs. And um, how many have we seen that are these HIAs that are self inflicted pretty much because a guy's going in with poor tackle technique, he gets cops uh, a hip or an elbow or yep, a knee or something, puts his like head in, yeah. in the wrong spot, yep, and um. And yeah, cops a knee or an elbow uh, or a hip um, in the temple, and, and he's gone. Uh, yeah, it's it's again, it's it's another one of those conversations that's going to go on. We saw, um, like as we saw Canberra last week, lose three players on their bench, or when mm. they played us, Cronulla in the very next day lost all four of their bench players uh, yeah. through different injuries, and then we saw Newcastle on the weekend go through it again. We haven't seen anything like it, have we? It's no. Just been... <laughs> horrendous injury toll yeah yeah it's wreaking havoc with us at the moment as well yeah it is yeah um it is we're we're got like eight injuries at the moment i think or six and two yeah it's 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 an unrecognizable side from round one isn't it that's crazy we'll we'll get to that in a minute though um Um, uh, nicholas mccurchin says is it an issue with the number of rugby league junior participants who choose to devote themselves to becoming full-time professionals or does the issue lie with the education that young players receive from their professional mentors. Um, 
Is that in mm. relation to the what we're talking about on the injury toll? Uh, I'm wondering. Um, and then Mark Roberts says, drop a couple of rounds, maybe shorten the season, so there isn't strain too much. Well, mate, we're only four weeks in, so mm-hmm. we're four weeks in, and and there's something like thirty Carnage. significant <laughs> injuries, so the short season kind of doesn't come into play at this point in time. Obviously, you know, back into the season, yeah, but um, mm. it's it's yeah, it's a, a it's a it's a definite problem. And if you're talking about the education of young players from their professional mentors, I I, I know for a fact I myself was involved in um, coaching junior rugby league for for a long long time. Um, and the the training programs that well, I was in the Bulldogs, um, lived in the Bulldogs area, so we went through with the Bulldogs. Uh, Canterbury Bulldogs. So um, the the mentor, the coaching, and the um, training that you get via the the governing bodies is very very extensive, um, and the, you, you're therefore passing that on to your players. And I, I, all the junior coaches that I know personally have always been great in the education of young players um, in regards to you know tackle technique and all that kind of stuff. So. I don't know if it's based on that. Uh, the, oh, he's saying quality. So he's a quality of team divide. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we'll go, we'll go move on to uh, point, point number three from the set of six. All hail the number ones. We mentioned this was this was briefly spoken about yeah. before, but the form and abilities of the fullbacks in our game. Yep. So you got Tedesco, RTS, King Gutho, Pappenhausen, Latrell, Ponga. Tommy Turbo, CNK, AJ Brimson hasn't. I can't remember an era where we've had so many uh, like informed, scintillating fullbacks. No, and then you can even throw a guy like Will Kennedy into that now. Mm. Cronulla, who's He's really been starting form, to hasn't he? Yeah. yeah pick up his game. Dylan Edwards at Penrith. Yes, um, correct. Yeah, he was going very well until he got injured. Um, yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. The form of the the fullbacks in our competition. Sorry, mate. I'm just reading comments. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yep. CNK still got a lot of fans. Yeah, he does, mate. (laughs) It's, um, and then we, hopefully we can add, uh, yeah, Reese Walsh to that list of, um, of players. Uh, once he comes to the Warriors and starts getting some, some great tutelage from uh, the great Roger Tuivasa-Shek before he departs to Rugby Union. Um, We've all got our fingers crossed it's going to be a seamless transition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fantastic analysis. Hammer, thanks for the insight, mate. Really valuable. I had no idea that you are involved in that capacity. Yeah, mate, I'm a man of many hidden talents. Um, uh, I've, I've, mate, I've been around rugby league since I was six years old. Um, you know, played until I was... 34 and then yeah got into coaching and that and and now it's I'm on this side of it where you know I can use uh, what's left of my rugby league brain cells to you know analyze and share my thoughts with you guys and my mm. good mate across the screen from me there um, yeah we'll move on to the next point but yeah that the the form of the fullbacks is just incredible <clears throat> um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing isn't it that you could probably make uh, like there's Tedesco, King Gutho, uh, Lil Pappy, Latrell, uh, Turbo, and that would probably be the New South Wales 
back line. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, back line of fullbacks there. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these guys can play a number of positions. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, um, isn't it? And a couple of those guys haven't even played this year yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, another NFL hopeful, our next point. Uh, reports now that uh, Bronson Jerry, who's looking or has now been found guilty and serving a four-year ban for his uh, steroid substance um, abuse, I guess you'd call it, mm. uh, is now looking to the NFL um, as a way of you know keeping in with professional sports. Personally, I don't think he's built for the NFL. I, I know he certainly isn't. No, I know Jared Hayne was a big fullback, and he had to put size on. I know Valentine Holmes put some size on to go over there. Personally, uh, I, I would think if Jerry's looking for uh, another outlet to uh, for uh, sport, I, I'd probably go to the USA, but try and link up with one of those new rugby league franchises that are starting over there. Yeah, I would say he's young. Stick stick to what you know. Um, it'd be a great opportunity to go over there and live in the States and play some rugby league over there. Yeah, as you said, the size, he just, he'd have to pack on the size. And guys like Hain and... Um, uh, Bell, Bell Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> mental block at the moment. Yeah. I mean, these guys are gun rugby league players and they struggle to barely scratch the surface over there, so... Yeah, I that's think, right. They did. Uh, I think, yeah. yeah I mean, th- th- these these are guys like easily like international state of origin players, and uh, I think, I, I think I, if if Jerry was to go over there and try his hand at um, the NFL, I think based on his size, lack of that is, mm. but his speed, I think he'd be more suited as a maybe a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, more so than a running back, I don't think he'd have any effect as a running back. No, no, uh, that's right. Yeah. No hit and spin um, or anything. Yeah. Hello to my mother who's joined to watch us for the night. <laughs> Just Greetings, welcome. Yeah. Good first half last week. Oh, I don't know. Good good first 20 minutes, I'd say, and then the rest was... Yeah, there's bits, bits of it Bits of it that were okay. Yeah. yeah. Sean James is having date night with Ruin Hammer. What are we eating, bro? Um, post up, let us know what we're eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of those achievements, and Rui's just a rugby league and Warriors fan. Lift your game, mate. <laughs> I played one season for the Redlands Lorikeets under 14s. Come on, I was that, a, I was, was that, a, I was a very uh, non-hard running front rower. <laughs> Let's just say I played the one season, and I realised that I probably was never going to cut it as a player. Yeah. Uh, less said about my playing career, the better, I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Um, uh, we'll move on to the next point, mate. What is it? Uh, oh, yeah. So 18th man. So this yes. has been a talking point for, for the last few weeks, especially after what happened to Canberra and then the Sharks. Yep. So the 18th man rule has been amended. So if your team, if you suffer three HIAs and you can activate the 18th man, yep. or if a player is lost to a team um, to, because of foul play, so a copper high tackle or whatever, and it results in an opposition player being sent to the sin bin or sent off, and that player and and your player has to is out for the rest of the game. You can activate the 18th man as well. I uh, hope that makes okay. hope that makes yes. sense. Yeah. Now that that 18th man though now is a member of the 30 man squad. It's not a development player anymore. Yeah, yeah. So so that um, sort of clears up that that um, issue a bit there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, 
Yeah, go on, mate. You say? Oh no, no, no. I was just saying. I think. Uh, I, I think this is okay, but you don't. You don't know how often this might. Again, you're probably only going to see this maybe once a season. Well, it's the, the foul it's play the, thing might come into it a bit more. That's the and that's yeah. the one. It's the foul play one, and and you'll be seeing captains now pressuring mm. referees to put guys in the bin for foul play offences, um, just in case they lose that player to. Um, you know, to for the rest of the game, so they can activate the 18th man. Well, like That's... for example, last year when we played Manly and um, Hetherington came out and put that sickening higher tackle on Marty to Powell. Yep. And then he had to go off the field, and they could have used it then. Yes. Because he got sent to the sin bin for that. Yes. Yeah. So they yep. could have activated an 18th man on that night. Yep. Or any time so... Jazz, or any time Jazz gets penalised. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, Richard Moorcock's got to run. All right, bro. Thank you for tuning cheers, in. Cheers, mate. Thanks for joining uh, us, Rich. Champion. Yeah, the, the, catch the, the rest of it on um, Spotify tomorrow morning, bro. Yeah, um, keep up those jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And the the last point is the We Stand With Mossy um, story. Mm. What a great initiative that was seeing the rugby league community across not just the mm. NRL, but the um, English Super League as well um, come together to support Mossy Masoy in his re- re- rehabilitation following his horrific injury whilst playing for Hull in the Super League last year, I think it was. Yep. Um, surprisingly, his insurance policy was only a $90,000 policy. So, you know, the rugby league community's uh, been trying to raise some funds for him uh, and they've been raising, I think they've got um, 50000 over the last couple of weeks, but the, the weekend uh, raised £1,000 um, alone, hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, hundred thousand pounds. Sorry, yes. So um, it's yeah. great to see the rugby league community. It's probably one of the the greatest things about our game is the way that we we help and we support our own. Gather around, um, yeah. get behind those guys. Yeah, the Men of League Foundation, a wonderful foundation. Mm. Um, they were they were big in um, in uh, initiating that here in in Australia. So um, yeah, that that's our Absolutely set of six for the week. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay, round we, five that brings preview. us brings us into yeah uh, our favourite six pm time slot Friday night Central Coast Stadium against Manly as we've discussed. Yeah, struggling Manly, but that doesn't mean anything when they're playing us. No, uh, Manly have an unreal record for years. We just could not beat these guys. Um, and I, I gotta say, I'm still a bit nervous about this game. I think last year was the first time we've beaten them twice in the one year, wasn't it? It would have to have been. I think we've we've got a good record against them in recent seasons. Yeah. I think since like 2018, we've we've got one more than we've lost against them. But um, I think it's because Steve Maddai had two at our facilities so often that he knew he knew all the intricate <laughs> details of how we play, and he was just he was just a, like a Trojan horse there. I think. <laughs> yeah. So um, so as as Rob said, we do face mainly at that wonderful. 6 p.m. time slot at uh, Fortress Central Coast Stadium this weekend, uh, this Friday. Um, team list, for those who haven't seen it, uh, two of us are Shek at fullback, Mamalo and Fusatura on the wings, Montoya and Pompey in the centres, Nick Rumer and Sean O'Sullivan in the halves. Changes to the pack. Uh, Lisa now changes, yeah. yeah, into the front row for the injured Adam Fanua Blake. Uh, Tohu Harris moves up to the front row to replace the suspended Bunty R4. Uh, Wade Egan at hooker. 
Ellie Cartier, Jack Murchie into the starting side, and Joe Stavunga at lock. And then we've got uh, Ben Murdoch, Masilla, Tom Arley, yeah. uh, Kane Evans, and Josh Curran, all named on the uh, in the seventeen with Rocco Berry, Paul Turner, Jackson Frey, and Taniella Otokolo. Uh, yeah, well, we we were actually. Yeah, Otokolo. Yeah, yeah, we don't know much about this guy. Does anyone know anything about him? No, I I went on the Warriors website today to see if I could get any info on him. Uh, he's been added to the player roster in the 30-man mm. roster. So he's not a development player. He's a 30-man roster player because for those that don't know, you can't use a development player until after round 10. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't know where he's come from. There's no information on him. There's no picture of him. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's... Uh, Bit of a mystery. Yeah, he's a bit of a mystery. Uh, Mark Mokkoi says he's a big boy. Uh, okay, that's okay. good. It's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I Just looking at that team, it's still a very good forward pack. Um, yes. And, and as, as we've said for the last uh, few weeks, like it's great that we have that depth now that we can um, – Kane Evans, who's missed out on the, the first month of footy, we can add him into that bench. Um, ben Murdoch Masilla is going to be carrying the the forward X factor. Yep. So it's going to a lot of that's going to rest on him, um, and possibly Eli Katoa as well. One thing we did mention was that there are four forwards on the bench, so four kind of middle forwards on the bench there. So um, we were wondering if perhaps someone like a Paul Turner might enter the conversation as being a late replacement for one of those guys. I. I read an interview today um, that Nathan Brown gave today regarding the Reese Walsh Paul Turner um, stuff, which we could we'll probably we might as well talk about it now. So okay, yep. Um, yeah, so Reese Walsh obviously signed a contract for the Warriors from 2022 onwards. Warriors want to get him to uh, Warriorville as soon as they can, so that he can spend the remainder of this year learning under Roger, and then right, yeah. possibly use him after round ten. Um, uh, because he is a development player. Use him after round 10 uh, in the back end of the season, give him some experience. So he's, it, it stands, as Brownie said, it stands uh, as a smart thing to bring him into this, to the club now and get him used to the, the processes and um, the systems that the club have in place so that it's a, a, a smoother transition for him next year when he does take on that role of replacing Roger at the back. Now, the... Paul Turner discussion came about because he's not getting game time at the Warriors and it was Paul Turner's manager that approached, uh, well, Paul Turner approached his manager, said that he would be interested in going to the Broncos. Um, Paul Turner's manager approached, or spoke to Nathan Brown and then spoke to the Broncos and then all this news came out that there was going to be a player swap between Reese Walsh and Paul Turner. Mm. The problem is that Paul Turner's a is on our 30-man roster. He's not a development player. And the Broncos uh, only have one spot left on their 30-man roster. And they are leaving that spot open for Billy Walters, who is Kevin Walters' son, who they believe will be released at some point uh, by the Tigers to be able to come to to the uh, Broncos. So for Paul Turner to go to the Broncos, he's got to take a pay cut and go back on a development contract, mm. which is something that he doesn't want to do. So he Understandably, has, yeah. He has kiboshed it. He has said, no, I'm not going to um, the Broncos. Now, Nathan Brown in his interview said that he was disappointed that Paul Turner wanted 
uh, or was looking at that escape to go to the Broncos. Mm. He said Paul Turner was very close um, to being named to play in the game day squad. And um, the club is actually hopeful of now being able to get Reese Walsh here because he's actually left the Broncos camp. So he's kind of sitting in limbo. They're, they're mm-hmm. still hopeful that they'll have him here in the next couple of weeks and keep Paul Turner here until the end of the year as well. So um, there is a chance that Paul Turner could be moved into that bench spot this weekend and either a, a Josh Curran or a Tom Arley drops out. Mm. Um, so that we do have cover. Because as you said, it's a four-man bench of four middle forwards. So if we get an injury to an outside back or a half, um, we've got zero cover, you know. Yeah, that's right. There's no one that can really slot to the back line. We, we no. sort of said maybe maybe you can shuffle Murchie into the centres. Murchie to the centres and push one yeah. out. But, but you know, um, if it's a half, you know, you could, you could maybe put Egan back into the halves and bring Jazz into hooker and bring a forward in. Or but possibly Tohu into 5'8 <sighs> or something. But yeah. Paul Turner just uh, eliminates all that because he can play outside back, full back, halves. Um Pretty much, pretty much anywhere in the back line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be good to see if we could get if if he does if there is changes to that um, game day seventeen and he does get named. Mm. Uh, I guess we'll find out um, an hour before kickoff on on Friday. So keep watching that that team list. But um, yeah, McCurcher, we're definitely returning to form this weekend. Warriors 18, Manly 6. Bro, if we're returning to form, we want to be, have more than 18 points against Manly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they'll be in like 28, yeah. 38, 48 to 6. I, I, but at this point in time, I would take a win. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so the, the key matchups for me in this are going to be, uh, or the, the, probably the thing that worries me the most, we've lost Bunty, we've lost JTB, uh, unavailable mm-hmm. to suspension. We've lost um, AFB and Ciro, both injured. Um, so we've got forced changes. It'll be 24 players that we've used already after five rounds. With, 24, after that's a this lot. Weekend. Yeah, with um, injuries to AFB, Ciro, Aitken, Hiku, mm. CNT. Um, uh, Manly, my biggest worry about Manly is that they have these two very experienced, capable halves in DCE and Foran, who are both playing well below their yeah. their normal capabilities. If we give them a snip, if, if we if we don't put yes. pressure on them, if they click, we could be in some real trouble. That that's my biggest concern as well. I mean, there there are a couple of guys, and we're perhaps the kind of team that could really give those guys the space and everything that they need, especially if we continue that those yep. defensive woes if we if we give them time and we stand off them um like we have been the last couple of weeks then yeah it could be could be bad news these guys do know how to beat us as well they do and they, and they do have a big forward pack they've got marty to they've got taniela paseca um who are who that paseca is a massive mm, massive unit huge um, man yeah um so our line speed our defensive line speed has to be so much better we've got to we've got to show some urgency in our line speed and we really need to to uh, win that go forward in the in the forward battle um, and win yeah, that ruck battle. Absolutely, we do, yeah, the arm wrestle. Um, short turnaround. It's a short turnaround for us. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah, it's – everything is a factor at the moment, isn't it? Every, yep. every little thing, I mean, especially with, with the new conditions and the speed of the game, everything comes into consideration now. Yep. 
Yeah, it does. Um, for me, we we need better involvement from our halves. Again, I've said it. Definitely, I've said it three weeks in a row now, uh, and and they did it in the second half against Canberra, albeit against a tired Canberra forward pack. Um, but um, they no had, more headless attack. Mate, no they had, they had yeah. they had no impact on the game last None. week in, against the Roosters last week. Um, After Cody started running the ball against in the second half against the Raiders, it looked very encouraging. Um, there was really none of that last Sunday, so hopefully mate. he 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 rediscovers that form. His, Schuster, his running game. That Josh Schuster for me on an edge is probably the guy that we we kind of probably need to target. Watching him play mm. last week against the Panthers, he was found out quite a bit in defence. He's a he's a big unit. He's got a great offload, so we don't want to hang off him, but. Defensively, he was making some very poor decisions in defence. Mm-hmm. Um, so side to target, yeah, yeah, and the side that he plays, I think, is the side that Cartol plays. Um, mm. So it'll be it'll be good. Ellie's Ellie's been a little bit down. He hasn't had much opportunity. In yeah, the it's been a bit. First yeah, couple of rounds, reduced um, minutes as well. Yeah. So for for me, his his one uh, BJ Seymour. Ask, do you guys think Bunty will get re-signed by the club? I hope so. It'd be nice, but they have already told him that he's free to go. So who knows whether that's changed, whether his form, um, his great form to start the year has changed their minds at all. It's it, Bunty's an interesting story for me because, um, as uh, Rob said, last year he was out through injury for the entire year and they, they pretty much told him that there was no – he wouldn't play first-grade footy this year and then – Nathan Brown's come in. Bundy's had a great off-season, obviously. Uh, trained really hard. Earned himself a bench spot round one. Um, and the bench spot round two. Now, that round two game against Newcastle, I was there. And where I, I was sitting is the directly front row directly behind the bench. So, you kind of hear the conversations that are going on. And you can see, mm. um, you know, the body language and, and so forth. And Bunty only got about 15 minutes in that game. Mm. And was visibly pissed off yeah now after the game uh standing out back and was talking to um let's just say some people within the the warriors Mm -hmm. organization yep and there was a whisper that um they were saying that you know oh that uh bunty's been told he can you know if he can pick up a deal somewhere else he can go but then the very next week he's named in the starting side against uh canberra and then holds his starting spot Against the Roosters and plays probably interesting, you know, isn't it? Yeah, so a few mind games going on there, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Bunty, but I think Bunty's biggest asset is he does all his talking on the field with his his performance. Mm. Um, and so far, Bunty's the man that has been like his effort play to run down seeing yeah, pay in that Canberra pay, game. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and his, his effort on the weekend. He's, for me, he's the guy at the moment that is the standout that anyone coming off contract at the moment, he's the guy that you want to try and lock up because, um, yeah, he, he doesn't he doesn't die wondering. He's, no. Um, yeah, Thought he so. Payton might be sniffing around. I did see something. I did see something on Clarkie's. Sneakily yeah. linking him to the Cowboys. So yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm. Well, uh, should we get into our round five preview? Yes, mate. Yeah. On Thursday night, we've got a game between the Rabbitohs and the Broncos. Yep. So we've got Cody Walker and 
Kiowan Kolomatangi, yep. both suspended. Benji named in the run-on side. Uh, Broncos, Farnworth out, Kenna in. Hard to see anything but a big Souths win here. Yeah, me too. Souths 13 plus for me, most definitely. Um, Friday night, uh, we're the first game, 6 o'clock. As we've said, Bunty suspended, AFB Ciro out injured. Manly, um, Sully's out, Harper in. No Tommy Turbo name, but Ben Trevojevic is named on the extended mm. bench, if that means anything to anybody. Um, I am predicting a Warriors win, and I'm predicting a 13-plus. I'm also predicting a Warriors win, but I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I'm going to go Warriors by 12. Okay. Yeah, I just think uh, yeah we might need this one to just re- regroup a little bit. <laughs> Penrith and well, the Penrith and Raiders. Now this is going to be a good game. I'm really yes. looking forward to watching this one. No changes to that Penrith side that, that destroyed Manly last week, and the Raiders got Joe Tarpany back after that um, injury that he yep. picked up against us. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah. As I said, this is probably the match of the round. Uh, I'm going to say Penrith in a very close one here. Yep, I agree. Penrith 1-12 to 12 for me. Um, Saturday starts off with the Titans versus the Knights. At, uh, I think that's up at Seabus Stadium. Uh, Knights are mm. without Mitchell Pearce. He's out for a, up to 10 weeks with that pec injury. Mm, Kurtman out with concussion. Texhoy's out with a hamstring. Caelan Ponga has been named uh, to come back at fullback for the Knights. Blake Green named at half. Connor Watson at 5'8". Um, the Titans. Anthony Don's uh, gone board short shopping. He's out. <laughs> uh, Phil Sammy moves to the wing. Brian Kelly's back into that starting side. Um, with the amount of changes to the Knights, even with um, Kurt, uh, not Kurt Mann, um, Carlin like, Ponga back, Ponga, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say Knights, uh, Titans 1-12. to 12. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans by 14 here. Actually, I think they can. I think they can open up a bit of a gap in this game. Ooh, mm. Bulldogs and the Storm. Here we go. Is could the unthinkable happen? Could the Bulldogs pick up another donut? Who knows? Tune in to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Bulldogs have moved uh, Dallin Watini Zelezniak, the fullback, and Corey Allen to the centres. They've done a lot of shuffling around. But well, it doesn't seem to be doing uh, much. Well, Zelezniak's back from uh, suspension. Yeah. And I think they've lost Nick Meaney, is ruled out with injury, okay. I think. Yeah. So. Avarillo back in the halves. Luke Thompson returns from suspension. And Topine. Yeah, Jackson Topine, the young Jackson Topine, the boy, yeah. Maori representative. Yep. So he keeps his spot on the bench after after a fairly good debut. Storm doesn't get any easier for the Bulldogs. Harry Grant named on an extended bench. Like I don't know how much you can improve that Storm team, but you know you add Harry Grant to the mix. Uh look, I'm I'm gonna say Storm by thirty. Yeah, I I mean. On my footy tab, it's, it's Storm 13+. plus. I think uh, on sports bet, on the line uh, bet betting, they've given the Bulldogs 29 and a half start, and I think they'll need every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I do think they'll get a try. I reckon they'll get – surely they'll get a try this week. <laughs> after having three weeks of no tries, can you imagine how filthy Bellamy will be if they get a try? Oh. 
Yeah, imagine if they come out, even if they even if they get beaten and the Bulldogs put on a few tries, he'll he'll be ropeable at that. Sean Jones asks, what, what are the, the odds of the Dogs scoring points? Well, they've got 29 and a half starts. So, <laughs> you tell me. Uh, uh, yeah, so tune in to find out what happens in that one. Um, <laughs> might not be the biggest rating game of the weekend. But anyway, I don't, sorry, I don't, I don't want to be too dis- disrespectful to the Bulldogs and their fans. But yeah, look, t- tough times there at Belmont. Yeah, that, what's that? That's like the 5.30 game or whatever, isn't it? I'll be... I'll be making sure I watch that one. That'll be a try fest. We, should, oh, we, can, see, yeah. we can see the first team to score 100 points in an NRL <laughs> game. Try fest for one team anyway. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. If, if anyone's got Pappy and Supercoach, put the big C on him. That's all I can say. <laughs> My God. Um, Roosters versus Sharks. Uh, as expected, Roosters, no changes to the side that uh, were good winners against us. Uh, Tupanua has been named, but we'll probably have to pass concussion protocols. Um, Sharks, Jesse Ramian back from suspension, uh, which I think pushes um, Marwan Hawadi out to the wing to cover for, or Connor Tracy's, sorry, Connor Tracy's out. Uh, that's it. So uh, yeah. in that one, I'm going to say Roosters 13 plus. Uh, I just think too much class across the park. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Roosters as well. I think it might be a bit closer. I'm going to say Roosters by eight. Rue, you were drunk. Canterbury aren't scoring this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this is water. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be funny yeah. if they do. It'd be funny if they come out and score like 20, 20 30 points. Mate, interestingly come out and enough, blitz the storm. Who did, who did they play last week? Uh, Rabbitohs. In that, Rabbitohs. First, in, that, in that game against the Rabbitohs last week, that first 15 minutes, they actually looked good. They, I mean... They're completing their sets. They were nine from nine in the in the mm. first half or something like that. They just can't. They just they've just got no no attack. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Sp- well, speaking of no attack, Sunday's first yep. game is the Tigers <laughs> and the Cowboys. I'm so I'm sorry, Cowboys fans, but uh, geez, you're not, you're not far away from uh, the Bulldogs here, in my opinion. So the Tigers, yeah. Moses Mbai, Mbai. named it. Bye. He might be bye. saying bye to the team very soon, I believe. Uh, named it center to allow push to the wing. And Caparoa out of the team. Cowboys, Cole Felt is back from suspension. Well, he'll, he'll add a bit of attacking uh, thrust there. And Tal Malolo back from injury as well. I get, okay. Well, there you go. Clifford back to the extended bench. Uh, I mean... Two, two big inclusions there for the Cowboys, but I really don't think it's going to be enough. The Tigers should win this one comfortably. Isn't that right, Juan? Yes, Juan's. Uh, inc- incidentally, uh, as I said, uh, Juan and I will be heading up to the game on Friday night uh, to watch the Warriors and Manly, and then uh, we're heading out on Sunday to Leichhardt Oval to watch the Tigers-Cowboys. So. Oh, great. Leichhardt on a Sunday afternoon. If the Tigers don't turn it on then, when will they? Cowboys haven't beaten the Tigers at Leichhardt since uh, 2000, so... And I think Jeez. I think that that will continue. That uh, I, I think the Tigers will be too too strong for them. Um, I'm picking the Tigers 13 plus. Uh, yeah, I'll go Tigers by six. Even with Tom Alolo back, coming mm. back from an injury, he's been. You know, uh, Toddy said he was going to play in reduced minutes this season. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm picking a big Tigers win. And then the last game of the round, which for me will probably is. Um, 
I think rivals the the Penrith Canberra game as game of the round. Okay. The Eels yeah. Dragons. Uh, the Dragons have really impressed me the last couple of weeks. Yes. Right in time um, for when we play them. Yeah, I mean, I know they've had some easier competition. They've played um, the Cowboys. They played at the Pleated Knights side on the weekend. Um, but I, I'm pretty impressed with how they're travelling, the Dragons. They're, yeah, that they've, they've surprised a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Madison is named to be back, which pushes uh, Isaiah Papali'i. Why did we let him go back to oh, the bench? Geez, what are um, thinking? Yeah. <laughs> um, Dragons, Jack Bird returns. I'm thinking that's from suspension. Yeah. Uh, I think this will be a lot closer than people think. I'm going to pick the Eels 1 to 12. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think this will be this will be a pretty good game. Uh, yep. Not my favourite time slot of the weekend, the 6, 6 p.m. Sunday game. So no. they're, they're done with soon. But um, yeah, I'm going to say the Eels by four. I think they might just have a little bit too much class there for the Dragons. Yep. A little bit yep. too much firepower, I, I think. Yeah. Incidentally, um, uh, every game this round is going to have a minute silence at the uh, start of the game in honour of um, the passing of Tommy Rodonikis. Tommy. Yep. Yeah. So, and I haven't seen, there's a push now to try and get the State of Origin renamed the Beats and Rodonikis Shield. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, Beats and Rodonikis Shield. Uh, Warriors news. Well, what have we got? Warriors news. Uh, we've spoken about the Reese Walsh Paul Turner thing. Yeah, we have indeed. Um, uh, but probably the the biggest news coming out this week is the the travel bubble that's been announced by yeah, Auntie Jacinda, wasn't it? Across the Tasman to commence uh, on the nineteenth of April. Now, what this means for the Warriors, we don't know. Uh, we know Cameron George has. Um, said in the past that the Warriors are committed in three monthly blocks. So they're at this stage, the earliest possible round that the Warriors would play at home would be the round 16 game against the Dragons. Yeah, Dragons, which yeah. Which is July 2nd, I think. However, um, we've all seen that this COVID thing is just doesn't go away. and That's right, yeah. You can, I, I you dare can say, keep it at arm's length, but... Yep. Yeah. I dare say there's going to be um, there's going to be some some lengthy discussions over the next uh, couple of months in regards to the Warriors being able to head home uh, in case because uh, I think it'll be diabolical if they head home they move everything back over there mm. something it's the logistics up either, yeah, it'll be logistical here or there um, there's a there's another lockdown of borders and all of a sudden the Warriors are based in New Zealand and can no longer take part in the NRL. Um, so whether the, the Warriors stay here and then fly home with their opponent um, for the game at Mount Smart and they, they all come back, that might it's, be... It's an option, yeah. Yeah, it might be a, a, maybe a more suitable option just so mm. that we don't get teams stranded in, in different countries. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure uh, there'll be something worked out. Uh, Phil Gould did come out a couple of weeks ago and say regardless of what happens with the Trans-Tasman bubble. Um, the Warriors will be here for the remainder of the season. Mm. So, um, yeah, obviously going to be some discussions. Uh, we certainly hope that if everything works out well, that our, our New Zealand um, yeah. members, our, our families over there can, can, can get to see the boys play live and the boys can get home and play in front of their home crowd, uh, which would be amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, uh, we wait and see. Uh, but it, it's it's great that there has been something announced. I'm mm. I'm guessing the world's getting to the point where, especially mm. in this southern hemisphere part of the world between Australia and New Zealand, where you know if anything is um, flaring up, like you guys had something last week, and yeah, that's right. Everyone's acting acting quickly, and yep. it's we get on top of it um, so fast that you know nothing really comes of it. Um, it, it gets it gets I guess quashed. Yeah, I, I guess we we're, we're kind of getting to the point where we're we're learning how to live with it. That's um, right. Yeah. So long as people are doing the right things and being mm. um, smart, then uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, th- the, these travel bubble um, can can exist and and work well. But mm. yeah, like I said, uh, probably a little bit early to predict when the the team will head home indefinite like indefinitely for good. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we'll wait and see. And until then, uh, until that is a, announced, just, you know, um, continue to, to get behind the boys um, when, where, when they're right. playing. Get out uh, to any game that you can in your local area. Absolutely. That's right. Especially on the Central Coast Fortress, yep. Central Coast Stadium there. Yep. Get out uh, there. This Get out there on Friday if you can. Yeah, base six, seven and eight are the mm-hmm. home bays for the Warriors games on at Central Coast Stadium. Um so you can get your tickets through Ticketek. Uh, there is still tickets available uh, for that round five clash, six o'clock Central Coast Stadium. Round six, we take on the Dragons at Nextra Jubilee Stadium. Um, yep, very excited about this one. I'll be heading down for this game. Yep. So if any of you guys in the area come along, say good day. Yep. It'd be great to catch up with as many people as we can and um, get get a good um, supporter group out there. To uh, I'll always call it Cogra. Yeah, 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 me too. Colorado. I do too. Yeah. Um, tickets can be purchased for that one now uh, in the nominated Warriors supporter bay using the ticket code 20Warriors21. So the numbers 20Warriors21 um, will, after the, uh, the show, I'll put a thing on our, on our website, on our um, Facebook page with a link to where you can go to, to get the tickets uh, and the code. Um, also, too, don't forget. Um, you can still show your support for the team to uh, get your Aussie fan pass, $35 membership, which gets you the email with the early ticket uh, release. Yep. Um, So in in regards to that, um, I think it was three weeks ago, I got the uh, release for the Central Coast game. So Mm. um, I bought the tickets for like the Manly game, uh, Cowboys game, Tigers game. Uh, already, uh, which I think's round eight, round eleven after yep. Magic Round, I've got Magic Round all sorted. Uh, in answer to your question, uh, Nicholas McKercher, the boys well, are Magic playing round. at Suncorp Magic Round, which is the weekend of the fourteenth of May, I think it is. Yep, fourteenth um, of May, and then we have a game. 10. Yeah, we have a game against the Broncos at Suncorp. Before that, we've got. A game at um, Sunshine Coast, don't we? Yes, we do against the Rabbitohs. Yep. I'll, I'll just um, quickly bring up the draw. Yep. And um, we'll have a look. Um, yeah, there's a game against the Broncos. And in the final round, we're playing against the Titans. Titans. Seabus. So, so we're sort of bookending the season with, with the Titans. Yeah. Um, so got- that, that'll be a big one because that'll be RTS's last uh, regular season game. Yep. Hopefully not his last game for the club. No. Uh, yeah. So last game on uh, Queensland soil. 
Yeah, it will be. Uh, Broncos round 23, Sunday the 22nd of August. We're playing the Broncos at Suncorp. And then, yep. yeah, round 25, Sunday 5th of September against the Titans. And the other oh. one at Central Coast Stadium, uh, Saturday 24th of July, round 19. We're playing the Rabbitohs at, sorry, uh, Sunshine Coast Stadium. Yep. So if you, uh, that's another Southeast Queensland game. I'll be doing my best to try and get out, get out there for that one. And anyone that's up further north, when do we play the Cowboys? At uh, yes, well, so we got a game against the Cowboys. I was actually, I'd actually be very interested to to get up there and see that stadium at some point. Uh, yep. Probably won't get up there this year, but uh, round twelve, Friday, twenty eighth of May, we're playing the Cowboys at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Our favourite six pm game on a on a Friday night there against the Cowboys. Nice. Yep. So, um, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll be I'm heading to the Dragons game, uh, the Manly game. I'm heading to the Dragons game. Got tickets for that. I've got tickets for the Tigers game. Got tickets for the Cowboys game. Uh, we'll definitely be at Magic Round. Absolutely, um, yeah. I've already got uh, – I haven't got tickets, but I've got accommodation sorted for the Gold Coast game. I'll be up there for the Broncos game most definitely. Uh, what other games are there that are coming up that uh, – the Newcastle game that we play at Newcastle will definitely be there for that. Yep, and off, try, obviously, try any that. any Central Coast game. Uh, we do play Melbourne at Central Coast in a couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, and for any Melbourne fans, we've got Melbourne on Anzac Day uh, down in Melbourne, which is yeah, if you fixture. Yeah. If you've ever never been to an Anzac Day game, the um, the day or the event that Melbourne put on is absolutely sensational. Mm, I went. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I went in twenty. 17, I think it was. What year did Paddy Herbert make his debut? 2019. 20, 20, I went in 2019, sorry. The one where we got robbed. Yes. 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 Cam Smith. Yes. Uh. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I went there, yeah, 2019. It's a fantastic event. Um, really, really... Uh, and we always play well. Like, uh, I, there's been the odd blowout, but we usually, yep. we usually get up for that game against the Storm. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully a couple of W's against them this year will be grand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, guys, get your get your membership. Um, get out there, show that show the boys that you're supporting them. They they need the support more than ever. We had um, young Maney on last night, uh, J- Jermaine Tarnall Brown, saying how they love the fact that you know playing here in Australia and they do have a, a loyal yep. supporter base uh, coming to the games and supporting them. And you know whether that be at Central Coast or at uh, Cogra. Um, you know, wherever it is, Coast, doesn't Broncos. matter. Yeah, let's get out there, get get loud and proud for the boys. Um, show them that you know, even though they're away from their their home and their family back home in New Zealand, that they've still got plenty of support here in Australia. Um, you know, and they, and they they certainly do appreciate it. Yeah, they absolutely, they do. They've all said it. Yeah. All Don't right. forget to keep following us on all of the platforms as well. YouTube, we're a regular regular updates to YouTube channel as well. We've got yep. the uh, chat from Jermaine Tanoa Brown up there already. Uh, yep. And you can also follow us on all the podcast platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google, Breaker. Google, Breaker, Radio yeah. Direct. Um, so so yeah, so- on your commute to work. If you want to yep. catch up on the show, you can always catch us there. Obviously, on, we're regularly on Facebook. Yep. Um, and, yeah, so we're going to be uh, producing a, uh, quite a bit of content coming up. Uh, yep. look, for a, look out for a few skits and uh, videos and things like that coming up. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, plenty of content yeah. to come. 
uh, keep following the uh, the um, Instagram page as well. We put mm -hmm. a fair bit of stuff up on there. Uh, it does link to the Facebook page, so you, you kind of get to see both. But um, yeah, it's always good to get those those numbers up. Uh, but we really do appreciate all the support we're getting, all the followings that we're getting. Uh, it's been massive, especially like in the last uh, couple of weeks. We've, we've just there's been a massive push on um, subscribers and followers, and we really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, we're very thankful uh, for that, and great to always have yeah. new people um, on board. Yeah, great to see some everyone joining in the conversation. Really, yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll have some um, some giveaways soon. We've uh, got some posters coming from the Warriors HQ back in New Zealand. They're sending us out some stuff, so uh, I'll try and get some of those signed at the games, and then um, we can give them away on the on the show. Uh, yep. So stay tuned. Speaking of we'll guys, you. last night, do you guys watch any of the Victorian Rugby League competition highlights? Uh, no, Victorian I, Rugby League. I haven't no. seen any. Um, so I do watch a lot of different rugby league. Though I, I, I watched um, those that know me know I'm a big advocate for the women's game. Uh, so, um, I'll be watching quite a few of the, the women's stuff when I can. I watched, there was a live feed the other night of the West Tigers versus Helensburg Tigers in the women's Harvey Norman, uh, premiership. So, um, I watched that, which was a great, great game. Um, uh, plenty of, you know, stars of the future and current, um, stars of, of the women's game running around in that comp. The women's BHP competition kicks off this weekend. Um, good friend of the sh many of our Warriors girls from last year playing in that. Uh, so we've got Georgia Hale who's playing for Seagulls, mm -hmm. Tweed Seagulls, uh, Karina Brown, uh, Tasman Gray, Crystal Tamarua, uh, Lake and Paitai. They're all playing up at um, Burley. Burley Bears. Got, um, yeah, Valleys. Some of the girls are at Valleys as well. Yeah, Bree Clark's over at Bree Valleys. Clark, yeah. Shania Powers up at the north queensland team so a lot of girls run around there and then here in sydney we got um we've got uh tyler gamble and shawnee stowers and kira dip playing for the north sydney bears um samantha economist is playing at st mary's and we've got steph ball playing over at um mountie so yeah a couple of our warriors girls from last year spread out across different competitions but you know, get out, uh, try and watch some of that. Uh, I watch as much footy as I can. It's better than watching anything else. So, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, all right, mate. Uh, yeah, mate. Good show. Absolutely. Always um, a great chat. Thanks, everyone, for, for joining in. Thanks for yep. all the questions. Always keep that coming. If anyone's heading up to the game on uh, Friday night, come and say hello. I'll be over in Bay 7. Make yourself known. It's always great to... Meet Warriors supporters. Um, Put a face to the name. Yeah. yeah. I may look uh, scruffy and aggressive, but I'm actually really not. So uh, <laughs> don't be afraid. Teddy bear. Come over, yeah, <laughs> come over, say hello. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. And um, we'll see you next week. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Soon. Go the Warriors. Go the Warriors. Cheers.